0: club members down here you want to get like the president's team members okay they all know how to do meetings okay and so you got to know how to do the, the meetings we're not going to go through what's happening in the meetings you guys know what to do okay here's what you do to do a meeting do one you know what do one okay and then if you don't do it so good do another one and if you don't do it so good do another one trust me you'll get good at it if you do it enough times You won't keep getting up there and being a flop, trust me. You'll do it better and better and better. You gotta learn how to do trainings. If you don't know how to do a training, easy. Go to one of the trainings, listen, learn, and then do one. Listen, learn, and then do one. See, you don't really got it in your mind until you're doing one, okay? You're listening to it, you're absorbing it, okay? But it's going in one ear and out the other until you've got to get up there and actually say the stuff. When you say it, you're going to know it. So you've got to take responsibility for yourself first and get excited about what's happening to you and that will excite other people because you have to match your pitch. If you're, not say- if you're saying something and you are not matching the pitch, okay, then it's no wonder people don't believe so much. And again, I'm not trying to say it's gotta be all at once. Here's the most important thing, write this down. You gotta make some progress, okay? Little by little by little by little so that you can keep yourself excited. I'm not any big speaker like Jim Rowan. I don't know how to talk to you about personal growth. Here's all I know it's practice makes perfect. You listen, you learn, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try till you get better, you try till you get perfect, and then you try again until you're better than that, and then the last one is, you never get satisfied with how good you are, you're always better the next time. That's all I know about personal growth. There's not a meeting that we're going to do that's not going to be better than the next one. Isn't this the best summit you've ever been to? Huh? Huh? Trust me, the next one's going to be unbelievable, because there's not a, ever going to be a meeting where we're satisfied enough, they're always going to be better, and we're always going to be doing it in more, more incredible, and it's going to be more always unbelievable than in the last one, that's the way it's got to be, if you want personal growth, that's all I know about personal growth, it's got to be better. That's all I know, gotta be better than the last one. If you want things to get better, keep improving yourself. And that means for all of you guys, that means for all of you guys, you want to get bigger, you got to become bigger yourself. So you don't just go, group, go, go, group, go. You keep going, 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 going yourself and let me tell you, it will go. do you keep inspired? I can't remember who said it in the meeting and stuff like that. It was Alan Lorenz. Okay. He says the way I keep inspired is from the new stories. New stories meaning he's getting new retail. Stories meaning he's getting new distributors. Stories mean he's getting new supervisors. When that's happening to him, he keeps inspired. But if you just keep trying to squeeze your organization into a million dollars without keeping inspired yourself by the own amount of retail you do, the own amount of recruiting you do, the own amount of supervisors you're breaking, then you're trying to squeeze your organization into a million dollars by telling them, you guys do it, I don't got to do it. Can you make a little bit of money that way? Yes. Can you even make a lot of money that way? Yes, it's even worse when you're making a lot of money that way, and then all of a sudden you go on no-go mode, and you just tell your group, go, you gotta go, you gotta go, and that, and in the beginning, you went, 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 went yourself, and then pretty soon all you're doing to your group is saying, go, 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 and that makes you more money, go, 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 and that makes you more money, and pretty soon for the next couple of years, that's all you're doing is saying, go, 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 go. And pretty soon you start getting dissatisfied. And pretty soon you start saying, I wonder why my check's not going up. And I wonder why it's not growing. Because you can only get so much out of your group. Your group at some point is going to kind of get to where they want to be. And go, go, go. You can't squeeze any more out of it. So if you want to get some more out of it, you got to become more yourself. And that means constant retailing, constant recruiting, constant breaking supervisors. Because here's another thing you got to do every year. Write this in your notes. Replenish that that you lose. You are going to lose a certain amount of people each year. You are. No matter how successful you are, no matter how big your check's getting, no matter how big it's getting... Every year, you start over at the beginning. You've got to replenish a certain amount of people that you lost to stay even. And then if you want it to get bigger, you've got to do more than that the following year just to make it become more. So don't get into a mode here of only go, go, go to your group. What you do is go, go, go on yourself. Treat all of your people great okay including the ones that said no by the way because they may be the one that you see three years from now okay that says you know i met you and you treated me terrible or they say to you you know you i saw you about three years ago and you treated me real nice what's happening with that herbal business it's doing incredible man when i met you i know i was only making about two thousand a month but now i'm making four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and it's just gotten unbelievable and uh let me show it to you again because it's gotten a lot better since then (laughs) you're gonna have to sit your family down and talk about your commitment you're gonna have to get the whole family bought in on the program okay and uh discuss it and agree you're gonna work this much you're gonna play this much this is what it's gonna mean if you do this okay if i work this hard here's what we might get okay and keep your commitments okay and that may have to be refined from the day you start to the time you can become a get team member it may have to be refined and when you become a millionaire team member it may have to be refined and when you get to the president's team it may be you re- have to be refined and then when your spouse sits there looking at you as a president's team member and your burning desire is to go for chairman's club okay and they're getting on your nerves because they don't want you working like crazy to get to the chairman's club okay You're going to have to have one of those little sweet talks. (laughs) You do everything that you can to make yourself look more impressive to your group, so you match the pitch. So here's what I did. The first thing I did was I bought some new clothes. Wasn't that great? Wasn't that the greatest place? But it was the greatest place I could get that would make me look the best so that what I was pitching would match with the clothes I was wearing. You got it? So for those of you brand new, I remember Jerry, we sent her down to the to the uh, Goodwill store and she bought her silk dress for $2 to make herself look better at the meetings that she was given, okay? So it may have to start way down at the bottom. We didn't get this way by being uh, what you're seeing here today, okay? This thing started out with a little white jacket and those little black pants, okay? okay and then from there i got my first car i'll never forget driving up in that el dorado remember that then it made everybody snip the seats (laughs) seriously i brought all my supervisors in and i said snip the seats man this leather is cool baby and then then the next thing i did was i got a better apartment a better apartment okay wasn't the house was an apartment a better apartment that's where i started a better apartment Then I got my very first condo. Never forget my very first condo. Smaller than my bathroom at Gray Hall. Seriously. Can you believe that? Wait till you see my bathroom. It's unbelievable. Okay? And then you may decide you want an office, and then you go for your very first house, and then maybe you go for your first mansion, and then maybe you get into your holiday house. Attitude's great when everything's going great. Of course, it's easy to have a good attitude then. When you got to have a good attitude is when things are not going good. When things are going bad. Now, I can remember back in the beginning, I talk about Don Grinot all the time. Don Grinot was my best guy, okay? And, you know, first month, six thousand, second month, 12,000. Third month, 18,000. I was counting on this guy to make things happen. Boom! He's out of the business. Okay, along with it, what happened? All the people went with him. Okay, and what happened to my meetings? Went from 60 down to 20. Okay, how did you think I felt back at that time when we didn't have any literature, we didn't have any journals, we didn't have nothing going on? Okay, we had just a couple of bottles. Okay, and my only guy that I was counting on to really make things happen left. How do you think Mark Hughes really felt? Terrible! (laughs) Put in your notes! I felt bad! Now, I've signed the guy up three times. And I've felt bad all three times. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm going to get him a fourth time one of these days. He's going to be one of these days. I don't know how many times it's going to take us, but we're going to get him sometime. But anyway, I felt terrible about it. 1985 came along. The FDA hit us like an atomic bomb, okay? And it was a very lonely situation when this thing happened. I mean, if you could have just imagined what was going on behind the scenes with this thing, it was unbelievable. Because the attack wasn't just so much on the vitamin industry; it was an attack on herbal life. Okay? Because we were the big ones; we were the big target. I mean, in that FDA Senate hearings, there was 400 companies in there. Okay? And 399 of them got two hours, and I got one day in six hours. Okay, and the night before, I'll never forget this, we were up in the top room of the Hyatt House, okay, and the Hyatt looked directly across at the Senate building, and uh, they had called us up and they said, listen, Mark Hughes is not allowed to have any of his lawyers in the, in the room, and he's not allowed to have any of his doctors in the room, he needs to come there alone. And there I was, 27 years of age, with no medical degrees, with no lawyer degrees, with no answers that were supposed to be happening in the testimony. And I was going to be sitting here in front of these senators, looking like an idiot, 24 hours a day on national television. And I'm sitting there scared to death, and I'm scared to death. Now I'll never forget. And it was Paco Perez that reminded me of this. He was my very first employee. I got Paco in the company, and yeah. Where's Paco? We were talking the other day and he reminded me of this. He came up into my suite and he said, listen, Mark, he says, what do you think's going to happen? I said, you know, Paco, I have no idea, but I know one thing's for sure. If we take tomorrow, I'm going to open this thing up and you're going to be the first guy I'm going to hire back in the company. And we're going to do it all over again. Sometimes you're the only person that believes in the person that you sold the product to at all okay and we have to remember that we are there in the shopping mall and someone's seen our button they bottle this product okay they're all jacked up about using it okay and they're very enthusiastic all to go home to their negative relatives okay and now the rate negative relatives are beating them up about the fact that they're trying a new diet again and they've done it 10 times before and why did you do this and you're gonna fail and blah, 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 blah. This is why it's so important when that telephone rings and you're on the other end of the phone while the negative spouse is giving them all this bad stuff about you're so bad and you're never going to lose and you've tried everything in the world and why did you spend our money and this and that and the other thing. It's that phone call. It's that phone call that you make and you say, Mary, uh, how's it going? And she says, it's going terrible. My husband's telling me I'm no good and I've used everything and I'm never going to lose the weight and he can't stand it because I spent all the money that he normally gets his beer with okay and you say now listen mary get a grip okay i'm telling you something go in. i don't care what your lousy husband says go into that cupboard and take that can out of there and open it up and get it in the glass and drink two shakes and take those tablets and i'm telling you you're gonna lose weight you're gonna lose weight you're gonna lose weight i'm telling you you're gonna lose weight I took the diet and did not put it on television so many people ask me why don't you have this in stores why don't you have this on TV why we don't have it in stores is very simple go down and buy something in the store okay and remember something most people on weight loss programs get off because people are picking on them or they've lost weight before and they're constantly losing their confidence okay or maybe they're just going along for the week and things are starting to happen, but on Sunday night they got to go to a big thing with their family and they eat a bunch of cheesecake and stuff and they feel like they failed so they quit. Okay? And so why we don't sell it in stores? Because when you buy something at the store, does the store owner call you back up and say, how are you doing? You're going to make it? Go, 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 go? No, that's not going to happen from the store. And it's not going to happen from the TV set. That's why we don't do it this way. You guys are the customer's cheering squad that keeps them on track until they get enough confidence that they make enough progress that they believe in themselves so that they finally start doing it for themselves and taking it every day. Because in the beginning, maybe they may be just using it for you, okay? And you keep pushing them. But once they get enough confidence that they're losing weight, they finally start saying, I've really got a handle on myself. I'm going to take this stuff until I lose all my weight. And then they keep taking it and they lose all their weight. Sometimes some of the worst things in your life can be some of the greatest things that ever happened to you. Seriously. Seriously. A friend of mine always told me, he says, if the experience doesn't kill you, you'll be a better man for it. Here's all I know what to do. You work hard when it's easy, and you work twice as hard when it's not easy. That's all I know what to do. Doesn't sound like real big advice, okay, but that's what I did. When the FDA happening, (laughs) let me tell you something, I was working harder than I've ever worked in my entire life. It's working the FDA problems. I was working like crazy. So what do you do to overcome adversity? You work twice as hard, that's what you do. You get out and you make it happen. It's not who and what you are today that's important. It's what you can become in the future that's amazing. Okay, And if you have the desire to want to learn, and you have the desire to want to grow, and if you have the desire to want to be and have a better life and to be a better person, you can do it.